0: welcome to weird wide the show bringing you all the weird all the time if this is your first time venturing into the weirdo verse welcome come on in get comfy we're having a good time we're gonna have a good time it's gonna be a good time in here and for all you weirdos returning for more from the bottom of my heart i love you welcome back look at me switched up the intro a little bit i've said this a thousand times before this whole thing is a diy project i'm a one-man band And so I just have to be able to make little tweaks every now and then when I'm able. Speaking of little tweaks, don't forget to go on and check out the website. WeirdWide's official home on the interwebs is www.weirdwide.com. Listen to every single episode, link to all the socials, and you can even subscribe to the mailing list where you're going to get episodes sent directly to you. Right to you! Like you can get them before everyone else. What a bargain! What a bargain that is. Go to the website. Subscribe. do Do it. Do it. Do it right now. Hope everybody's doing okay out there. Hope everybody's having a great Pride Month. I know I'm late as hell saying that, uh, but this is the, actually the first episode that I've been able to release in June. Uh, I don't know if it was like the kind of, there's like a weird, strange fog over the week after Memorial Day. Uh, I think there was a full moon in there somewhere. One of the planets was probably in, in Gatorade or something. I don't fucking know. I don't know. But uh, something was going on and it was just like, man, I just, I can't force an episode out right now. I just wasn't feeling it. I'd rather take a little bit of extra time feel better about what i'm releasing so i skipped last week and i hope everybody understands but i'm back i'm feeling good even though we just had a whole weird environmental situation i guess it's being resolved uh the whole fucking smoke from canada thing that was a whole fun couple of days there wasn't it i assume it's being fixed i don't know but i'm feeling good i'm back and i'm here to bring you that weird shit that you crave that weird shit that you need just like a drug you need that weird shit and i was thinking you know it's starting to get warmer we're getting into summer Uh, So everybody's getting stoked in the beach, right? I'm totally getting stoked on the beach. Uh, All kinds of fun other summer hijinks are on the menu. Can't wait for it, right? But like while I am excited, I'm definitely excited about getting out to the beach. I can't wait for that. Me and the ghost actually started doing this yearly beach trip with the wives. So we love doing that. But I felt like we just need a little injection of some truly fucked up horror. I know you want it and I know you need it. So I'm here serving it up. Today, we're going to be delving into the infamous McKamey Manor. A truly terrifying real-world experience where people get to live out their darkest horror fantasies. But before we descend into the darkness, let's check in with everyone's favorite disembodied alien, Larry. Larry, tell me your thoughts on McKamey Manor. You know, I have to say that humanity manages to lower the bar, even when I think they can't possibly go any lower. Larry, are you smoking? Your species infuriates me. The current threats like nuclear Armageddon, climate disaster, and rogue AI looking to go Skynet on you at any moment. Yet there's a sizable portion of you that just aren't satisfied and need to torture yourselves even further. Look at Larry out here dropping truth bombs on our entire species. I like smoking Larry. My species should invade your rock full of unevolved monkeys. Well, it looks like our cup of horror runneth over. Let's get into it. <laughs> So, McCamey Manor has gained notoriety as one of the world's most extreme haunted attractions. It definitely isn't your average haunted house experience. It's an intense, full-contact horror experience that challenges the boundaries of what participants can actually endure, physically and psychologically. Now, McCamey Manor is located in uh, Summertown, Tennessee. It was created by Russ McCamey. Now, let's get into a little background on Russ. So, Russ McCamey is a self-proclaimed haunt enthusiast. Russ spent over two decades in the Navy and started what became McCamey Manor in his backyard in 2001. Uh, Apparently, Russ is also a uh, wedding singer and comedian. So I just love that you can actually call this guy to kind of physically torture you and show you a real life nightmare. But you can also get him to sing at your wedding. How gnarly is that? You know, how fun is that? One thing that really bothered bothered me about Russ is this guy looks and talks almost exactly like a boss that I had that I could not stand. Like literally one of the bosses, one of the few bosses I have in my job history that I truly hate. So like Russ to me is a little off putting at that just because of that. The other side of that, he seems like a friendly enough guy. So maybe I'm judging him too harshly. That might just be me. That might just be me. Now, Russ has been interested in the concept of haunted houses ever since he was a kid. And apparently what sparked it was uh, sometime when he was trick or treating as a kid, saw this uh, cardboard maze one year, uh, really just kind of, sparked a whole interest for him I mean, he was an art major in college and uh would apparently even create haunts on navy ships that he served on that's kind of cool i mean uh yeah i gotta imagine I've never, I've never actually even been on a navy ship i obviously was never in the military but i gotta imagine it gets pretty lonely and boring out there on uh on the open sea sometimes so it's kind of cool that you have this guy that's out here just you know kind of creating entertainment for you that's pretty sweet that's, that's pretty cool so far it's all seeming all right McCamey Manor was originally established in San Diego, California, but they did relocate to Tennessee in 2017. The Manor claims to be the world's only true interactive 4D haunt, and it's certainly garnered a lot of attention over the years. Apparently, the local town has not taken kindly to Russ's attraction. Uh, Russ describes it as PG-13, but like it's it's not. It's definitely not PG-13. Like, it's definitely in the same realm of like an Eli Roth film. Uh, there's been petitions to get it shut down. There's been you know petitions to get them driven out of the the town. like you know literally people have like complained in like police reports about like you know seeing people being kidnapped and things like that, which is literally just part of the game, so to speak. But what sets it apart from others in its genre? Because it's not the only so-called extreme haunt. There are several. you know there's the fear experiment in Illinois, there's Penhurst Asylum in Pennsylvania. Uh, a bunch of others. you know, they're dotted all over the landscape. But McCamey Manor generally seems to stand out as the big dog on the block when it comes to this particular extreme. So let's dive into the experience itself a bit. So to start, participants at McCamey Manor have to sign a detailed 45-page waiver before they're even allowed to enter. Now, their website says 40, one of the documentaries I watched uh, said 45, and somewhere else I even saw 50. So it's a long-ass list of, of, of shit they gotta go over. Now, the waiver warns of physical and psychological risks including the possibility of being subjected to extreme physical and mental distress. Participants have to be at least 21 years old, have to pass a medical screening and complete a background check. So it's definitely not your typical haunted house experience. This isn't one you can just roll up on if you happen to be like visiting near Summertown, Tennessee, Summertown, summer, whatever the fuck it is. called. Like there's hoops that you have to go through to be tortured by this man. Now, the first part, like I said, is the waiver ceremony. The Dark Tourist episode that I was that this was featured on uh, the host actually believes uh, that while it is for liability purposes, this part is also part of the torture as this part of the process takes like hours to complete. And then it's immediately followed by like beginning the torture, which seems to like kind of start, like I said, outside of the manor. And it seems to, like kind of follow a kidnapping scenario. But I mean, you know, he's absolutely right. It's got to be part of the torture because I mean, literally, like it's it's like he says like Russ says up to five hours and I've seen some that say two hours, but it's, it's like two to five hours of them going line by line on this, on this, on these pages. Now, if you do a double person, cause I think you can have two people at once. I've seen a couple of vid- A lot of the videos do feature multiple people, not just one, but Russ will make you go through line by line and kind of each say it out loud. And so like, you're literally just going through all this legal stuff. I mean, it's like legal stuff. Like, that's literally like the worst shit you could imagine saying that they are going to do some of the worst things that a human could do to another human legally. You're literally reading that, but like, there's still a minutia to that. Like if anybody's ever read a contract of any sort, like you're going to start to just like fucking your mind is just going, your mind is just going at that point. And that's definitely got to be part of it. Cause like it's, there's no break that I can tell from what I can tell, there's no break between once you've signed the waiver and when it starts. They just sort of go right into it. And you know, throughout the whole thing, with all this monotony going on, there's there's Russ just like kind of laughing and just casually talking about how he's definitely you're how you're definitely about to get cuts, bruises, sprains, you even die. Like some dude did have a heart attack there. Nobody's died that I know of, but some person somebody had at least a heart attack there. Now, the other thing that came up in the Dark Taurus episode, this is featured on was there used to be no safe word, but that was recently added. Uh, but they also left it as literally the last clause in the waiver that says that Russ can ignore the safe word. So like, this is something that I find interesting about the whole thing is, is Russ. Russ claims that this is not a kink thing, but it's not a huge moneymaker. It's not, you know, a huge attraction. It's, it's, you know, it's still a small operation. So like, I can't help, but get, if anybody else is like, ever played in the bdsm community i can't help but get fake dom vibes here like the idea of like no safe word so let's say a dom does do the extreme kind of stuff and you know even as extreme up to the stuff that russ McCamey does any dom that says no safe word is not a dom to be trusted at all you should absolutely have a safe word and there should be a respected safe word especially in dealing with this kind of nonsense. Now, from what I can tell, the safe word is always honored. But there is a clause in the contract where it says that he doesn't have to. And, you know, another thing that I couldn't help but notice, because I skimmed you know, skim through some of the videos here about, you know, because it's all posted online. You can find all of it. And going through some of the videos, he will kind of do this thing where, like, you can say you're out, but he doesn't immediately just stop. He, he will slow down like and and then go into kind of negotiation mode. He'll kind of go into this like mode of like, you know, are you sure you know are you sure, are you sure that you've had enough because you know you don't see I don't think you've had enough and he'll like kind of manipulate people and like you gotta you gotta realize people at this point, you know they're already in so much pain, they're in so much emotional distress that it it's not hard to manipulate them. very interesting take, but like I said, he claims it's not a kink. I'm not sure if I believe him if I'm being honest. Now, while you're participating in the haunt, you're not allowed to touch or retaliate against any of the people doing the torture, which is led by Russ and then some random goons that Russ has helping them. Uh, from what I've seen, they usually paint their faces like the Norwegian black metal. So they're unsettling as fuck, given the circumstances. God, What is the interview process like to be a goon at the manor? So are you comfortable physically and psychologically torturing another human being for literally hours on end, maybe up to an entire work day? Absolutely, absolutely. I, I just love to torture people. Like that's that's what I mean. Like honestly, like like who the fuck? Who are the lackeys, dude? Who are the goons? Who the fuck even are these people? And we're gonna get to it in a few in a little bit here about the money thing. I don't know if they're being paid because there's a whole money thing. I'll go and I'll get I'll get to that. We'll get to the money thing. So what actually happens when you, once you're inside Mckamey Manor? participants can expect to be blindfolded bound subjected to various forms of extreme stimuli hot cold uh they're going to like i said they're going to encounter extreme temperatures water submersion even insects and when i say insects i mean they will literally force feed insects to you live insects i've seen one where they've got like i think they were cockroaches and they're just on the face and then like one is just shoved down the face while it's alive so it's like skittering this person is covered in slime and goop and shit and whatever the fuck else blood and they've got two roaches on their fucking face. And one, one is just skittering down. One is just skittering down, down their throat. Like I said, I skimmed through some of this so you don't have to. Uh, but Russ records every experience. And his tagline is so accurate. You do not want to do this. All right. Like I said, there's there's water submersion. There's a lot of water submersion. Uh, He seems to like to dunk people. It seems to be a thing of his. And then fucking with like oxygen. Like I said, so simulated drownings, there's beatings. Uh, I saw one where this, uh, they were forcing this woman's face into a toilet filled with this brackish water over and over. So they were literally, they had her bent over a toilet and then it was like this black, like just gunky water. Like who the, like, like, do you remember in the water boy, the part where, They show like the water the team had been drinking before Bobby Boucher got there. That is what the fucking water in this toilet looked like, and they are just slamming this woman's face into it over and over. So fucked up. They pull teeth. They literally pull teeth. They'll shave your head and force you to eat the hair. Uh, A lot of strange substances, Uh, raw meat, blood, puke. They'll cover you with it. A lot of times they'll force feed it to you. A lot of force feeding. A A lot of degradation kind of shit uh russ is also admitted to uh using some mind control tactics that he learned in the military uh, like psychological mind tricks and kind of hypnosis stuff things like that he's admitted to using that kind of stuff uh they will literally waterboard you they will waterboard you like you will literally show up to these people's business to be fucking waterboarded uh waterboarding is against the geneva convention my dudes like it is literally considered a war crime, and Russ McCamey is just out here willy nilly, waterboarding motherfuckers who volunteer for it in his fucking barn. How insane is that? Like, okay, on some level, I'm all about like the macabre and shit, but like legitimately, I can kind of see where the town wouldn't want to be known as the McCamey Manor town. But it's also Tennessee. So now Russ doesn't skirt around any of this. He's very upfront about it. He flat out tells you that he's about to basically subject you to the last half of the movie hostile. So like what drives people to willingly subject themselves to such extreme experiences? Because there's reportedly a wait list of over 24,000 people, which I'm going to be real. I'm not sure if I believe that that to me seems like uh, that to me seems like that comes out of the, uh, the, the marketing aspect of the whole thing. Like, as far as like what is being said, like, you know, I'm sure Russ controls that a little bit and I'm sure he's let out, you know, there's 24,000 weightless. I don't believe that. But at the same time, I mean, who the fuck knows? Now, some participants will see it as a test of their own limits, a uh, way to confront their fears head on. Sure, I get that. Okay. Others are drawn to the adrenaline rush and the sense of accomplishment they feel after surviving such an intense ordeal. I get it. Adrenaline junkies, you know, you can only jump out of so many planes or, you know, do so many extreme fucking things before I guess you need something else. And this does seem like that would fill that gap on a certain level. On a certain level, I can understand this. Based on that, I'm not an adrenaline junkie, but I get the idea of an adrenaline junkie. And some people, it's just literally an extreme form of entertainment for those who crave something beyond the ordinary. Fair enough. You know, maybe horror doesn't do it for you. All right. I want to go live it. Sure, I don't get it. Now, one other possible motivating factors uh, is there's a potential monetary value if you can make it to the end. Guests can win $20,000 if they make it through the entire haunt without quitting, but no one has. Or at least no one has been given a payout. I did hear a rumor that one person made it. Uh, this is conjecture. I'm not sure. This isn't confirmed but I've heard this rumor and apparently the person that did was some kind of fucking special forces green beret motherfucker. Uh, My understanding is like Russ actually found a way to weasel out of it. So he didn't actually get paid. So this dude, like, you know, some fucking Rambo motherfucker, what you call hell he calls home kind of fucking thing. This guy made it through supposedly, but still didn't get paid. Now you're probably wondering how much does this experience cost? Like this has got to cost something, right? Surely it's got to be expensive. No, that's another weird fucking thing about it is like the only payment requirement is a donation of dog food because Russ like rescues dogs or something. There's some element to it where he also rescues dogs. So like he doesn't charge money. He charges dog food. Now, they encourage a dollar donation, but like you're not required to pay anything. You could literally just show up with a bag of dog food and be like, here you go. See, you know, you do what you love and you never have to work a day in your life. That's Russ McKamey. I'm sure like the merch that they sell and probably some of the online viewership, like I'm sure a lot of that contributes to some of the funding. Uh, you know, you can make a decent living, uh, you know, creating digital content and, you know, he's creating digital content. So uh, but it doesn't actually cost anything except for some dog food. Now, who is it who is able to do it? So let's say you want to do it. But like, are you able? So that's the question here, because. There is like this. There's a there's a there's a list of requirements that you have to meet, and these are these are right off the website. So number one, you got to be 21 or above. You can be 18 to 20, but you have to have a parent's approval between age 18 and 20. Uh, Number two, you got to complete a sports physical and a doctor's letter uh, stating that you are physically and mentally cleared. Which like okay, what doctor would give you a release for this? Like like if a doctor, if you went up to your doctor and like hey. I am thinking about going to Tennessee to this guy's house, you know, some guy named Russ. Uh, he's going to torture me for eight to 10 hours, but he needs like a clearance for it for that. Like, could you actually write that I'm mentally sound enough to go do that? I feel like your doctor, any doctor that's worth their fucking shit should literally just be like, what, 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 no, I'm not fucking giving you like who, what doctors are giving these people clearance for this? I don't fucking know. Pass a background check, uh, provided by McKinney Manor. I don't know what you know involved is involved in that. I don't. Even, I don't know what they're looking for. I assume, you know, that's just for their own protection. Uh, they do have to be screened, uh, either via Facebook Messenger, like you know, uh, FaceTime call, or uh, just a phone call. They have to have proof of medical insurance, and they got to sign the detailed. Uh, w- they got to sign the waiver, of course, and they also have to pass a portable drug test on the day of the show. Which I mean, that kind of makes sense too. Like they can literally, uh, you know, kind of prove. Like, hey, we did a drug test on this guy. He was clean. So he, you know, it's not like we just found some drugged out dude and started torturing him. Now, the response from the public and authorities, like I said, has been mixed. Uh, many people view McKinney Manor as nothing more than legalized torture and believe it should be shut down. Uh, some even, like I said, a petition for its closing, uh, citing concerns about the mental and physical safety of the participants, which I do agree with. On the other hand of that, Supporters do argue that participants enter willingly and are very much aware of what they're getting into. That debate continues, but McKamey Manor uh, continues to pump out its own special brand of real-life horror. Uh, Is Russ a complete psychopath who found a way to unleash his dark desires in a creative way, or is he simply a showman who operates in a completely niche corner of show business? All I know is I never do this nonsense. Love horror movies. Love the macabre. But I'm not out here trying to live out some kind of fucking weird torture porn fantasy. It's a no for me, dog. But what about you? What about you? Think you got the balls? You think you got, you think you got the balls to stand up to it? Would you let Russ McCamey take you down into his dungeon? I want to know. Email the show at weirdwidepodcast at gmail.com. And let me know if you do it or if you have done it. Fucking, first of all, why? But tell me, give me the deets. Or if you know somebody that did it, like just just give me the deets. Like I said, gmail.com. Well, thanks for getting weird with me. Don't forget to check out the website. Uh, like I said, up top, it's www.weirdwide.com. Uh, you can check out my Instagram and my TikTok. I'm on there as dudasweirdo. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure to follow the channel. Make sure to leave a comment. Let me know what you think. And uh, if you're listening on audio and you like what you hear and you feel so compelled, it would be awesome if you were to leave a review on Apple Podcasts. It it helps the show helps visibility and it's just it's a nice way to support the show in the most like free way possible no no nothing else you have to do with that uh next week is going to be an interesting one uh i'm trying i'm going to try to have an episode out for you that i think you're going to love we're going to bust into summer with some weird shit we're going to look at some old school weird shit i'm talking about some some fucking i'm not even going to say ye old, but it's like it's it's like i'm going to say it's some classic weird shit so don't forget to tune in for that until then Keep it weird.